Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Ladies, last week we started a conversation with Mary Jo Sharp. You will remember Mary Jo has been with us before. She is the founder of Confident Christianity Ministries and has taught apologetics for many years. Our conversation was so rich last week, we wanted to continue to dig deeper. Mary Jo, we ended last week with you explaining how we aren't always taught to think critically about our faith. Can we continue that thought? Yeah, and I think this is really vital because um, when I was questioning and doubting my faith, I didn't have access in the local church to the answers. Mm -hmm. So my church wasn't doing that kind of work. So I had to take it, you know, I could blame the church. I could say, look, they didn't provide this for me. And, mm-hmm. but there is a personal responsibility. If you're going to say you're a Christian and you're a believer in God to figure it out, um, what do you believe? So there, I've, I've got a few ideas for, um, you know, new believers. It, the best thing is a new believers class. Okay. So they don't, maybe they don't have one at the church. My husband and I used to teach one at our church mm-hmm. um, because a new believers class is so important because they need to know now that they have trusted Jesus, they need to know what that means. Like, mm-hmm. where do I go from here? And I'm just going to lay this out for like any church leaders that are listening. A new believers class should give them some introduction to um, basic Christian doctrine, basic church history. So many times I come across these apologetic questions that have been answered in church history that mm-hmm. the church has struggled with, but modern Christians have no idea that these things have been struggled with before, and they think it's brand new, and they think they're the first people to encounter it. So basic Christian doctrine, some church history, basic, don't overwhelm people. Ecclesiology, what does it mean to be a church? What's the church all about? What does that mean? And what does that look like in different denominations? So you can understand why you're Baptist compared to why there's a Catholic out there or why there's a Lutheran out there. Mm-hmm. Um, those things and an intro to apologetics and then an intro to um, spiritual disciplines. So people can start forming their life around a practice of obedience to Christ and get mm-hmm. to know Jesus, not know about him, but just get a personal relationship going with Christ. So, um, those are sort of the basics for the church leaders that are like, well, what do I do? And there are some curriculums out there. I couldn't remember the name of the one we used to teach. I can see it in my mind. I searched for it last night. It was a green, like a tealy green cover, and it had like an orange lit up cross on it. And I think it had like We Believe or something like that. My husband and I used to teach that curriculum. But just do a new believers course. Now, some of you out there are like, ah, oh, my church doesn't do that. So what can you do individually? Well, I came across a great um, website by the scholar John Lennox, who is a Oxford mathematician who has grown up Christian. And the site is called keybibleconcepts.org. And he and um, I think it's a theologian that's alongside him, David Gooding. They just wrote all this material on like what Christians believe and engaging the culture and, and it's older material, but it's still very relevant and it's great. Uh, so you, and it, it's all free. So you can go online mm-hmm. and you can get all that stuff for free. Start digging into your doctrine and, and the background of the church and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I would suggest that mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I also for new believers suggest study Bibles. Because study Bibles will give you a program of reading, and they will also give you commentaries by um, scholars in Christianity. 
so that it'll be the the commentary will be right there next to your Bible reading. So you're getting your you're getting your scripture, but then you're getting help on well, what does this mean to the people mm-hmm. who it was written to and all that. Um, now, for me, I, I use study Bibles. So like if anybody says, well, what do you use? I'm a study Bible gal, but I'm also a sort of apologetics questions throw me back into the Bible. So I have to go look at it. Um, and I use commentaries. Commentaries, I wouldn't say are for the new believer. <laughs> you mm-hmm. might go, unless you're sort of an analytical minded person. And, and there are a lot of women who are analytical minded out uh-huh. there. Um, there's stereotypes that we aren't, but there are a lot of engineers and people who think, you know, math, mathematicians, mm-hmm. people like that. So if you're that kind of a person, you might get a lot out of a, a reading your Bible and, and studying the commentaries that go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, those commentaries chase down, I call them rabbit trails. They're necessary, but they'll chase down like a single word, a Hebrew word for like many, many paragraphs or pages. And that can yeah. get a little much, but at other times they really help you understand what's going on in this passage uh, and reading several guys on the same passage, several people who are writing on this really helps you to figure out where's the crossover. What is everybody saying about this passage? So what do I need to really pull from this? So I am a commentary person. I like the Bible study software programs that are available like Logos and word. Um, oh no, I forgot the one I use. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I have. Um uh, Oh no, I'm gonna have to remember it. But um, I would say is word study or Bible or uh, I don't remember what it's called. Oh no, um, I use it all the time and I can't remember it. But you can also go to places like Bible Gateway, which is free online, mm-hmm. and you can find commentaries there. So I would suggest that. Now that's sort of like for a new believer, like mm-hmm. uh, and going growing a little bit older. Um, if you're a seasoned Christian. My heart is that you would go deeper, that you would say, okay, I know basics. I know that Jesus died for my sins. I know that Jesus rose from the dead. I know some basic stories. I know some Esther, you know, that for such a time as this, here's mm-hmm. Esther. I, I know some of these stories. Now for you, I would suggest it's time for you to know theology. If you don't know what atonement is, if you don't know um, the nature of Christ, if you don't know the nature of God, you've never studied God's attributes. It is time as a seasoned believer for you to go through something like A.W. Tozer's Knowledge of the Holy, you know, mm-hmm. and that, which is a sh- short, short book, non-intimidating book, but it will um, help you just go basically through some God's attributes and get get a fire for our theology. Um, G.K. Chesterton wrote, the, he has this phrase, the romance of orthodoxy. That's foreign to most people today. They wouldn't, they wouldn't view orthodoxy as romantic or like beautiful or something that we're supposed right. to be drawn. And I think that's something we've really lost in the church. And I would love to see older believers um, getting books like, so another John Lennox book, uh, Against the Flow, his study of Daniel, going deep into Daniel and seeing how that society actually mirrors a lot of our own society mm. and our own times. When mm. you dig into relativism that was there and the pluralism that was there and those sorts of things. Um, so, you know, recommend going into yeah. theology, a systematic theology book. Don't be afraid of them. Grab one up, right. read a chapter right. and read it. It'll point you to your scriptures so you can say, oh, this is why we believe God is good. Or, oh, this is why we believe this about Jesus. You know, it'll go into detail. 
anyway, that's I gave great. you a lot. <laughs> no, that's that's great. That's great. And ladies, I would say, you know, the ones of you listening in, um, some very practical things you can do with that. Um, some of you, we're small churches, right? You have associational partnerships. You know, it could be that a group of you could do a new believers course. You know, through an association, um, you may have you may have some leaders that could lead that and help several churches at once. You know, everybody's used to Zoom now. You know, you might even be able to do that through an online offering. I think this is a perfect time for us to get creative. Some of the books that you just heard Mary Jo mention, maybe you do a book study and maybe you don't feel comfortable leading it, but you want to walk through the book. I guarantee you, God will connect you with somebody that will, you know, reach out to us. Let us help you connect because again, we, I think we have opportunities in front of us because of COVID that, um, that we've never, we've never embraced before. And I believe this is missions. You know, when we start to share teachers, we start to share disciples. And to me, that's what Paul demonstrated. You know, he would go in, teach and, you know, leave people there to, you know, to, to keep going. So listen to some of the things that Mary Jo um, said. I'm also going to point you to some upcoming opportunities because um, you'll have some opportunities to take some online courses you know how to teach the Bible will be one that you know will come this fall um, and and that's what we're trying to do is not be the local church but to come alongside you girls that are in the local church you know just to help to to build to build up the leaders um, Mary Jo I I often do this I'm I'm the the beginner at podcasts and I have trouble staying focused because I just want to chase my own rabbit trail and start <laughs> asking questions like Mary Jo Mary Joe, what do you think? What do you think? Um, but but let me let me ask you this as we as we as we close because there is no doubt in my mind when somebody listens to you, um, they're gonna think I want to go study apologetics because that's exactly what happened coming out of priority. It's like oh because you know, it's like I want to go study this and and it may be that God's calling a few into that um, and some I think you've addressed it. It just means we're hungry to know more yeah. about theology. You know, we want to strengthen our own, you know, theological understanding there. And I think it's very good and, and just rich what you what you laid out for us. But I'm going to ask you this question in closing. You've already shared some. If you could, if you could ask us to do two things, speak to an individual woman um, that's a believer. If you could ask us to do two things, know, and knowing that they would happen, that would actually come to pass, what would those two things be? Okay. The first one, and we're, we're like staying totally on theme here, mm -hmm. is be intentional in your Christian education. Be intentional. Don't just let it happen. You mm -hmm. know, don't wait. Be intentional. Um, I, I've discovered through um, just my own experiences in, in losing the loss of people, my father, a good friend, Nabil Qureshi, and um, some family members recently, just all in a span of a short time, that we think we have time, but we don't. Mm -hmm. uh, so do, you do not have time to wait on your education about the most important matters of life. Uh, and I think that's one of the great myths of living in an affluent society such as America in this time frame is we, we really think we have more time than we do. Um, I will say that uh, from experience, something will always be in the way of your education. It will always be in the way. There is never a good time um, and there's never a time that will things will clear up or get better. I've been waiting for a better year since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> and then 2020 came along. <laughs> this is your year, Mary Jo. Here it is, the classic. <laughs> so it just hasn't gotten better. And I keep telling myself it's going to get better or I'll have more time or things will slow down. 
And right at that point, somebody in the family passes away or, you know, just somebody loses a job or something like that. So um, I would say this is so important because many of the problems I've encountered in the church can earnestly be traced back to a lack of learning um, and a lack of understanding uh, combined with humility of knowledge, like a humbleness about where we're at and who we are as fallen human beings, right? So there's a lack of humility, which leads to sort of an arrogance. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it an arrogance of ignorance. We get very proud of where we are. We want to tell people what we think. We forget that we don't know a lot. There's a lot we don't know. So kind of a twofold, there's a lack of learning in the church, and there's also sometimes an arrogance of ignorance. And both of these things can be helped, not completely alleviated, because we're dealing with personality issues and sin and all that, but can be helped by learning about our God and developing a relationship with Him. Um, And I think we miss so many opportunities to bless our families and our communities by not taking our Christian education seriously. So that's number one. Be intentional in your Christian education. Because remember, it's not just so you can grow in knowledge. And a lot of people have said that about apologetics. It just sounds like you're growing in knowledge. Well, what's it for? Right? We, we live for the sake of others. Mm-hmm. Um, our lives as Christians are for the sake of others. So that's what we're growing in knowledge for, is to grow in our own development of our personal relationship with Christ, know our God, and be in relationship with him for the sake of our communities and our families. Mm-hmm. So that was one. That was <laughs> a long one. Um, and then the second one, this one is, um, I, I think this one's a little more dicey, and that is, do not shield your mind from encountering opposing viewpoints. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Try to understand others' point of view um, because it helps you not only minister to them better, but it's going to help you understand your own view better because you're going to start to solidify what you believe because you're encountering the things you don't believe. Mm -hmm. I think this is really important because in a fallen world, we're never going to have all the knowledge there is to know. We're never going to have it all, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is corrupted. I mean, even our rationality is corrupted. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean we can't know truth. It just means it's tricky um, and we've got to keep learning. So we need to be challenged in our assumptions. And that was one thing I found lacking in the church, in my church experience, is that everybody just seemed to approach everything from if it were already true. There was no challenging of our beliefs. Now, why is that important? Because I think people get caught up in the scams in the church and the cults because they fail to develop what you've talked about, a critical mind. Mm -hmm. And it's not just my opinion. Um, This is actually coming at us from the Apostle Paul who Luke reports that Paul praised the Bereans when he preached there in Berea because the Bereans checked out what he was saying to examine if it was true. They didn't just sit and receive the weekly sermon and then go home and have dinner and engage in their American lives. Now, I know I'm conflating things, but they actually went and checked out if what Paul was saying was true. Mm-hmm. Um That's important to me because I've been in a lot of churches. I've seen a lot of... Um, sermons. And I've even heard things that are not Christian doctrine. They're actually antithetical to the nature of God or the nature of Christ, not intentionally, but because the pastor didn't know that that's, he was preaching something that mm-hmm. was anti-Christian doctrine, you know, mm-hmm. just maybe making an analogy or he was trying to make, you know, 
People get caught up in this all the time with the Trinity problem of trying to describe the Trinity and they're off into modalism or some other heresy. Um, So check things out, uh, expose yourself to opposing viewpoints. It helps you to develop your critical reasoning. It helps you to understand why you believe uh, and what you believe. Uh, And yeah, Paul told us to test everything and hold on to the good. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.21. He's referencing what the church was teaching. Um, he's referencing the, the people who are prophesying in the church. So you're supposed to test these things out uh, and expose yourself to other viewpoints. So those are the two things. Uh, be intentional in your Christian education. And then don't shield yourself from learning about a, a viewpoint that's opposed to yours because it helps you develop your critical reasoning. That's good. That's good. Um, Mary Jo, thank you so much for being with us. You know, again, you, every time you talk, my mind just starts to, to race and wonder. And, and even as you said, be intentional. And you were sharing, you know, when you explained the context of why you would say that. I think that's where a lot of you ladies that um, are finding yourself right now, you're desperate for answers, willing to do the work of going deeper yeah. in your Christian education because it's hit your doorsteps. You're desperate because there's somebody that you care about, meaning, which is, and I love what you said. I'm trying to remember your exact words. We have to remember what we're here for. It's for other people. This matters for other people. And, and you know, it's it's impacted. They, they want the answers because they so want to be able to, to create that bridge to be able for somebody that they care deeply about or moved with compassion about. They want them to know the hope, you know, that that can be found in Jesus. So that's that's good. That's good. Mary Jo, thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate you, friend. Uh, thank you. And I did remember, I did remember what study I, what study tool I used. Yeah. It's called Word Search. So, ladies, we've actually we've actually got the ability now with this podcast with those show notes, so we can put links to everything in there that Mary Jo has referenced her books and and so forth. So, we do appreciate you being with us, and I do hope that you'll consider joining us again in Illinois at some point, you know, and just just continue to to pour into us. So, so we hope that can happen. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate that you're doing this and that you're exposing women to this kind of material uh, and that you value it because I did not have that when I was going through my time of doubt and questioning. And it's just becoming so necessary with all the turmoil that everybody's in right now. Uh, people are looking for somewhere to ground themselves. And yeah. and this is great. Women are so, uh, they're expected to do so many things. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, I would actually venture to say with, I, I don't like using trigger words for people, but this is self-care. Teaching yourself the knowledge of God and, and spending time on your own spiritual life, that is self-care. As every bit as much as going and getting a pedicure. <laughs> I like I like how you just put that. Yeah, that's you know, that's good. Right now, you're seeing people unravel um, yeah. spiritually. They're just unnerved and they don't know how to respond. And you know, there's there's so much. Look, like, what you guys are doing is just saying, "Hey, there are answers out there." And right, the church they're coming into it. I hope. We, yeah. I've been beating this drum for like over yeah. 15 years for yeah. women in ministry, but. Yeah. Yeah, that there's answers and just keep searching till you find them. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us this week. Remember to stay connected with us on our website, IBSA backslash women, and then on our Facebook page, Illinois Baptist Women. Um, And if we can be of help getting any of these resources in your hands or doing this journey with you, please, please reach out to us and you have a good week and we'll see you next week on the Priority Now podcast. Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. 
please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make Him known.